0: I didn't know that when we tried to drive someone to blackmail that we would get another call about blackmail this morning.
1: And then I think we may have found out that <laughs> let them down the wrong path. <laughs>
0: Very possible. A
1: construction love story possibly happening? Well, we found out that
0: you and I share something in common we never knew before. Yeah, I don't need no. A bite on the old Schwanska. We don't need it to
2: share.
1: <laughs> Plus, trash flash had a guy going back for a uh, forgotten phone and Kelly Jordan yes. bringing bird news.
0: That's right. A lot to get to today and you can hear it all right now on the podcast.
1: Kelly
0: and Wood in the morning. So, our HR guy could not be here today because Brian Zenzen is actually in the National Guard, if everybody doesn't know. Right. And uh, we don't know where he's at. Parts mm-hmm. unknown, but he's not here. We know that. So, you and I will try and handle the HR files because we've got to give the people what they want. That's right. Now, this is not her real name because she has a bit of a. Well, you'll hear why she doesn't want to use a real name here in a second. So, we will call you Wendy today, okay?
2: Sounds good.
0: Wendy, what is your workplace
2: issue? Well, okay, so basically I've maybe started a little bit of a thing with a coworker, Hi. Um but it's not like I'm not his boss, he's not my boss. We're like even level sort of peers at okay. the place, you know? So there's no power dynamics that are shady or anything, um, but like there's something going on. And I wanted to be like you know, up front about it. So I went to HR and said, you know, this is a thing that uh, might be about to happen. And the HR person, uh, and I'm not going to say her name for similar reasons, uh, she was like, oh, no, you can't do that. And I was like, what? Because I know for a fact that she's hooking up with somebody from work.
0: Where do y'all work? that everybody's just getting hooking up with each other? and
2: It's a horny place. <laughs> hey,
0: OK. Well, they always say like they always say like people who work on big projects together are like, you know, just spend a lot of time at work together. It's easy to develop emotions for those people.
2: You know, these are the people that I spend most of my time with, and I'm glad that I really like 97 percent of them, and one of them, I really want to hook up with.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: know? wait a second. Hold on. Because you just said hook hookup. But then you said
1: earlier you thought it was kind of a romantic thing. Do you view this more as a possible relationship or just a fly-by-night type deal?
2: Well, I mean, I wouldn't, like, risk my job if it was just a hookup because I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm, but, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something there.
0: But wait a second, though. So why are you on the HR files then? So you you want to start a relationship with somebody at work. Your HR person said absolutely not, but they got a relationship going on with somebody at work. So what is it that brings you to the HR files?
2: Well, I want to know what I should do. And, like, should I, like, uh, I I don't want to rat anyone out, but I also don't want her being like, no, you can't do that when I know that she's doing that. She's the HR person. Yeah. Man, I wouldn't
0: but I wouldn't dime her out, but you definitely got some blackmail on your hands right here. That's where I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. Uh, instead of picking a fight, to me, I'm more of the what the hell are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this but is need, like a-
0: Okay, here's here's where I'm gonna call on what we've learned from Brian Zenzen. If you're gonna do blackmail, which wouldn't I highly recommend, mm-hmm. you're gonna need some proof that this is going on. You're gonna need a photo, you're gonna need texts, emails between them, you're gonna have to do a little
2: sleuthing. All right. Put on my little private detective hat. Yeah, okay.
1: How are you so sure that she is, you know, hooking up with somebody in, in the office?
2: Well, you know, like when you see people leave together in a certain kind of way.
0: I'd definitely snap a picture of that. that. Uh, yeah, you need more evidence than that. No, I know, but this, we're starting to build a case. We're starting to build a dossier. Okay. So definitely a picture of them leaving together. Are they? Do you ever find them doing things like holding hands or
2: there it's not like holding hands but like not removing their legs from each other if they're touching you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: There's another photo okay. op for you
2: as someone who has been blackmailed
1: and done blackmailing himself, <laughs> I'd laugh in your face if this is all you had. We're building a ph- okay there's got there does have to be more though. What is yeah. correct on this? I mean, I need hard evidence i need I need people talking. the street's gotta be chitter <laughs> have they
0: has either one of them ever admitted to you like yeah we're we're hooking up
2: No, because 'cause we're not really friends like that if if that's what it takes, then I will follow them to wherever they're going on their date and, and just take one picture and then I'll go.
1: Okay, I think if you get that picture, I to me, I would just say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and do this, we'll date, and if somebody wants to make a big deal about this, fine. Okay, well,
0: would you say that you've committed blackmail before?
1: Allegedly. If
0: she has this picture, and then she was like, and don't think I don't have more pictures of you two together. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You- so you got to bluff a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: And honestly, I would probably send it to him anonymously. Oh, just say, yeah, very hey, good. Let's just all remember. Let's yeah. keep our mouths, because then it can't get back to you. Damn, you are good at this. And then you go ahead and do whatever you want to do. To be quite honest with you, I guarantee you that if you just go about your business, this HR person is not going to want to kick up this hornet's nest because no. they know if they are doing wrong. Yeah. Then yeah, I, to me, I'm not. I wouldn't say anything, do anything. If you got a picture, great. But I would just care about my life. Wendy, I I know that you
0: wanted to talk with Brian Zenzin and the HR files, but I had to say something. I feel like we've helped Wendy more than the HR files has ever helped anybody. Yeah, he would
1: have given you a bunch of you know corporate check the handbook.
2: Yeah.
0: Is there anything? It, no,
2: it's a, and I feel like it's a pretty decent plan that is also pretty low risk.
0: Well, Wendy, I'm so glad that we were able to help you out this morning. I feel like an HR person.
1: I feel like I should iron my underwear or something. <laughs> so enjoy your newfound do relationship
0: uh, hassle-free. And keep your
1: head down. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for the call, Wendy. We appreciate it. So while we were talking to her, someone texted in and said, one time someone tried to blackmail me back in high school, and I got the last laugh. A couple of them here, yeah. All right, well, let's get into it then. We'll take those calls next. Kevin Wood, Have you ever been the victim of blackmail? Uh, that's what our HR files was about today.
1: Well, we were kind of ramping her up to maybe be the blackmailer. And it didn't
0: start out that way, but it ended but, that way.
1: And we should, by the way, I got a text. Uh, we, we should say that Leighton broadcasting nor or would support any sort of blackmailing.
0: Well, we kind of did support it because we kind of suggested it.
1: Uh, look, I'm telling you what the lawyers are telling us okay. that we need to say on there.
0: But anybody, so you said that you were a victim of blackmail. What happened?
3: I'm going to be honest. It was a really embarrassing situation. I, when I was in school, didn't Turn in a lot of my homework for one specific class because I hated the teacher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we turned it all in electronically, so I'd just say that my uh, computer glitched out and stuff. Well, this one person in my grade had managed to uh, get into my account and threaten to show that I hadn't even started some of the work. (laughs) Oh, wow. Start doing his work. Wow. So Wait a second.
0: It. So he said, I'm going to tell the teacher you haven't done anything unless you do my homework?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's a bold strategy to, you know, blackmail the idiot kid into doing your work. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to you by any <laughs> means he's, here. He's wow. Be nice. The so what What, what happened with it? What'd you do?
3: Okay. So the problem with that, his whole strategy was I actually had a passing grade in that class despite it because I... It was an English class and I was like the grammar nerd of the school so I just passed all the tests and never turned in any of the work. Wow. So I so in like 2 days cuz he gave me like a week to decide. I just did all my homework and didn't and still didn't turn it in so that way if he tried that <laughs> he uh couldn't couldn't say stuff like that cuz then I just go individually and show the teacher like, "Yeah, no, I did all of this. He hacked my account." So
1: you turned it back on him. You didn't you didn't give in.
3: Oh yeah. And then I told the principal about him trying to threaten me. It all got dismissed because I didn't have proof, which I was so upset about. Oh. But yeah, I, I I turned it on his head.
0: That's the thing. The proof is the
1: key. That's the danger of the blackmail. Man, what a cool story that is. The so devil that, you dance with.
0: Who thought there was so much espionage happening at the local high school? It's
1: all around us,
3: man. Open up your eyes. <laughs> To be fair, the, the high school kinda started it <laughs> because with the computer things they would always like try and every year up like the security on them that kids would just learn to get around each and every year. We all became like little hackers. But the kids that were like really into it just got lazier and lazier with their schoolwork.
0: What is that kid who tried to blackmail you? What does he do now for a living? Is he in computers?
3: He's actually in prison. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was either that or
0: politics. He went one I too far, it- didn't he? He went one too far.
3: Oh no! He just got caught partying hard with something he shouldn't have in college. I saw his um his mugshot on the, on a roster in uh, North Carolina like two months ago, and I laughed.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow. It'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. You. You are victorious <laughs> in this situation.
3: I sure am. It was my roommate who showed it to me, and we both just had about died. It was great. Awesome. Thank you so much for the call this
1: morning. I didn't see that one coming. I'm not alone here. How about this one? Uh, again, keeping all names out of it, I actually had a blackmail situation. I had an ex-boyfriend who had, let's just say, adventurous pictures of me, mm. demanded $500 for all the pictures back, but he texted me that threat. I was able to contact the police. He got
0: arrested. Good for you, girl. What a dummy.
1: Yeah, I... So far, we're we're two for two yeah. with the blackmailers <laughs> ending up in prison. So maybe our advice earlier maybe was <laughs> not the best. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got a lot of money on the line to give away here. Wood. Yes, and uh, I think we have some ready to go.
0: We have Christina ready to rock. Christina, what are you up to this morning? Whoops, I got the wrong thing here. Oh, uh, sometimes I well, hit the wrong buttons. What? I'm the one who's supposed to be nervous. I mean, after all, I'm the one doing. I have having to do the reading here. Dude, I'll take it over if you want. All you gotta do is ask. I'm I'm right here, and I'm very understanding. You have the timer. I have the reading all right well let's get christine christina Mm -hmm. on the phone with us right now what are you up to this morning
2: um well i'm hoping i can answer some trivia questions really fast that's
1: That's what what we're hoping too that's the secret
2: (laughs) now here's the deal
1: christina you can pass as many times as you would like but you got to get 10 questions right in 60 seconds so you know i mean if you don't know pass right away and let's keep going because i gotta read them that teets up some time. (laughs) yeah And the other thing is, if you get one wrong, you're automatically done. Okay. So, what would you do with $199, Christina?
2: Well, that thousand dollars or. What was it like? Fifteen hundred dollars sounded way better, but um, you know, a little cash in my pocket would be fun.
1: Yeah. Well, you could turn around, maybe buy one hundred ninety nine dollars worth of lotto tickets to the, you know, lotto this evening, turn that into two billion. Yeah. And then don't forget,
2: yeah,
1: Kelly and Wood hooked billion? you up. Just saying.
2: Okay, I'll share.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you see, now you're getting I'm on the board. I'm a preschool teacher. I know how to share. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, let's get you some money here, Christina. Are you ready? Okay. Kelly Jordan, are you ready?
0: Finger is on the timer.
1: Christina, let's win you $199 with the brain drain. Here we go. What cartoon orange cat loves lasagna? Garfield. Which famous artist cut off part of his own ear? Pass. Which fast food restaurant has the slogan, eat fresh? Subway. As of June, who holds the record for the most NASCAR race wins? Pass. What color do you get when you mix yellow and green? Blue. In what country was champagne first invented? Pass. What do you call a female donkey? Pass. In the nursery rhyme, who sat on her tuffet? Miss Muffet. Who is the mo? What is the most abundant ingredient in beer? Wheat.
0: Mm. No, I would have no. said. Good times. Hey, uh,
1: I would have accepted good times. Unfortunately, the answer I was Dude. looking for was water.
0: Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah. King.
1: I'm not going
2: to lie to you. That's oh, kinda, I guess.
1: Uh, that, that was a
2: dirty, I,
0: a dirty pool, was mister.
2: Champagne, Italy. I was going to say Italy, but then I didn't want to be wrong. Well, here, let's go back through no. here. What do you uh, call a female donkey?
0: <laughs> uh, Classic, Je- no Kelly idea. Jordan. A
1: Jane ass? A Jenny, you oh. son of a beast. Well, a male is a jackass. <laughs> what country was champagne first invented? Well, Italy, France. Oh yeah, France. Literally named after the Champagne, Champagne, France. France. My bad, my bad,
0: dude. As of
1: June, who holds the record for most NASCAR race wins? Uh, Kyle Petty, Richard Petty, you zombie. He's still the king. And (laughs) which famous artist cut off part of his own ear? Van Gogh. Yeah, I mean we we've talked about that before. That dude was out of his mind, right? Yeah. Scorched out of his gourd, but anyways,
0: art, art is pain. Wood, art is pain. Well,
1: Christina, you did not win one hundred and ninety nine dollars, but you are now in for a thousand dollars. Be listening to Brooke at five o'clock on Friday. If she announces your name, you got just a little bit to call back and win that money. Okay.
2: Okay, sounds good. Have a good one. How many did I get
1: right? Uh, let's count here. I think it was four. One, two, three. Yeah, four.
2: Oh man! It's time for happy hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you.
0: It's about a woman named Sarah Bowen, and she was in her first ever Chicago Marathon. This happened just on Sunday. Now, a marathon is what twenty twenty six point two. You see the car stickers, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember what the car sticker said. Well, she was on her personal best time. Up until mile 21. She was setting her own personal record. PR, as they say in the marathon business. Look at you. She was doing it, but then something happened. She said after it became clear that nobody else was going to help this little cat that she saw wandering on the side of the road, like she passed it and like saw that no one was going to do anything to help the little poor cat that was mm. on the side of the road. She said, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. She said the cat was maybe about one pound. And literally looked like it was knocking on death's door. The fur was all matted down. And she just knew that if she didn't do something, this cat was going to die. So she says, personal record, be damned. I'm going to go back and grab this cat. Double back, huh? Right. So, And she wasn't too far down the way. I think her conscience got to her that quickly. (laughs) Ducking people the (laughs) whole (laughs) way. You're going the wrong (laughs) way. Anyway, so she didn't stop the marathon at that point. She just was going to walk it for a while. And she was like, I didn't know what to do with this cat. She was like, it was just my human instinct that kicked in that I saw an animal in trouble and I had to go rescue it, not knowing what the heck I was going to do with it. So she still continued to walk the marathon. Well, after about a mile of walking, somebody standing on the side said, is that your cat? She said, no, I found this cat about a mile back. It looks like it's not going to make it. So I picked it up. The person on the side of the road said, let me take the cat. I'll take it to the vet and I'll give it a good home. Mm. (laughs) Which is just crazy. You go to a marathon, end up with with a pet for the next 16 years. Yeah. So anyway, so at that point, Sarah was like, I'm going to kick back into the race here. And she finished. Now, she did not beat her personal record. Uh, she did finish the marathon in three hours and 31 minutes and 13 seconds. Wow. Which is still fast. Yeah. It's all get out. Mm. I don't know what a good time to finish a marathon is. But uh, finishing it, period, is a good right, time. Right. Absolutely. And she also found this young cat a new home in the process of running a marathon.
1: That's pretty neat. It, it, it just kind of goes to show you... Uh, People out there looking out for others.
0: Right. It's just a feel-good story. You know, she didn't rescue anyone from a burning building or anything like that, but she let her human instincts take over and she did something nice. Well, And she put her pride aside.
1: I well, mean, yeah, and you, if you know runners, like the discipline it takes, the the work that it takes, if you were on pace for a personal record, yeah. that's a big deal. Have you
0: ever seen like when their bodies are shutting down and they just lose all control of all of their muscles? Yeah. I, like sometimes they'll use the bathroom on themselves and like it's- it, I can't do it. It seems like, I mean, running is obviously a healthy thing to do for your body, but at that point, it seems counterproductive.
1: Right. Like, there, I mean, obviously, people do take it to extremes, but, you know, yeah. hey, good for you if you had fun. If you like doing it, knock yourself out. I sure as hell ain't going to be out there. No, but,
0: but you would probably maybe
1: rescue a cat if you saw one. I I'm bet. allergic. Oh, um, so am I. Yeah, I'd have been like, eh. Somebody else will get it. I'm on my personal record time of 24
0: days. <laughs> Sarah Bone would have been the one to pick yeah. up the slack. And I'm glad there's people like her out there, and we'll always shine a spotlight on them when we do happy hour. And that's all thanks to Audio Video Extreme. Sometimes Kelly finds things
1: interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I feel like we're
0: just starting to realize how smart crows are. Because I'm seeing a lot more stuff about it. So they wanted to see if crows could remember how to use a vending machine. So, not only did they come up with a vending machine for these crows to use, they also wrapped the bird seed in packages. Check this out. Not only did the crows remember the code to type in to get the bird seed... They remembered to unwrap it. Well, of course they want to get the food. So oh, they yeah. remember that part. But that's not the amazing part. There was a trash receptacle there that they trained the birds to drop the trash in. They continued to do that. So these crows would fly up to this vending machine, to, you know, peck in their number, mm-hmm. get the bird seed, throw the wrapper away, and then go on about their business. Like that's how smart
1: they are. I'm not surprised. We just don't give crows enough credit. I don't think. Well, I mean, we don't eat them. No, so they got that going for them, and I think we don't eat them because we think they're smart.
0: When I was when I was a kid, there was this one corner down the street from our house, and we would ride our bikes through there on purpose because the crows would like swoop down on you. Then, and they say that crows remember people, mm-hmm. so maybe like one of us had done something wrong to a crow, and that's why they were fly. Who knows? You know who gave crows a bad name? Edgar Allan Poe, the Telltale. Or what was the? Yeah, the, the, what was the, the
1: name of the.
4: Those are the Telltale
1: Heart. I thought was, that uh, was
4: the Raven. Wasn't that the Raven, the uh, yeah. Black Raven? I'm pretty sure those are the
1: same birds, man. They're no, they're names.
4: not. I looked that up once. Yep. Oh, like one of we've, them's bigger, right? We've once, done a crow story. Yeah, right one's got a bigger beak, I think.
1: Now it's interesting. Like you talk about how animals are smart. Did you ever see that study done on the on monkeys? No. So they had four monkeys in a cage. Oh, yeah, I
4: know. It had
1: a ladder with bananas up there. And as soon as any of the monkeys started to climb the ladder, they blasted it with water hose, mm-hmm. which is kind of messed up when you think about it. Yeah. Well, then they... All right. So then all the four monkeys realized you can't climb the ladder. They would take one of the monkeys out and put in a new one. And what do you do? He tried to climb the ladder and the other ones tackled him. Yeah. So then at one point in time, they had all four new monkeys that had no idea what would happen if you climb the ladder. And they wouldn't climb the ladder because they were scared of something they just didn't know what they it was. Didn't know what?
0: Yeah, I've seen that before. That's
1: messed up. How did that happen? Because I mean, you, you start if you see everyone else being scared of something, you just become
0: scared of it. scared. That's why you're afraid it. of sharks. Right. Well, I mean, they're deadly.
1: And also, why I won't eat monkeys, man? They're smart yeah. too.
0: They are smart. I, well, have you ever? That's the offered? only reason why you.
1: What? Oh, you can eat monkeys in like Asia and stuff. They'll eat monkeys. Oh, they eat it. Remember that? Remember that movie, Faces of Death? No, no. And they
0: had to the, this. Okay, once again, here goes Pop Pop with his 80s stories. But there was these movies that came out in the eighties called Faces of Death, and it would have on there people eating monkeys. Ooh, what? And it would just—it would have all these random weird things on there. It would have like people who got in horrible car accidents, and there was like footage of it. Oh man! And then one of the things was them eating monkey. It would have had a dude who got killed in an electric chair. Look up Faces of Death. It was the weirdest thing. I'm gonna skip. Yeah,
4: we were just talking about how we don't like scary things, and you're yeah. over here being like,
0: Faces of Death is great. It was a weird thing. It might have been. It might have been the 90s because I remember it, so it might have been the 90s they came out. But I
1: do think I don't want to eat smart animals. I'll eat stupid ones. Right. Yeah Except But it's weird I do like octopus though And octopus may be The smartest animal there is You know that That dude that.
0: That dude from central Minnesota Who has that insanely popular YouTube channel Yep the best food review show mm-hmm. ever, or whatever. Like that dude has gone to countries where they eat like dog and stuff like that. Like, and he shows it on YouTube. Yeah,
4: I'm out. Yeah, I'm out on that. too. That makes me sad when I see that. I'd rather just not know what's in my chicken nuggets and just go from there. That, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's all chicken. Yeah, that's a, that's fine. You can tell me that. I'll still eat it. That's said that's what I'm telling
1: myself it's not crow. I pull a crow beak out of it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a lot of crunch on that one. Yeesh. Yeesh. All this change from that vending mm. machine. Eat some more sweet and sour. All right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I find how intelligent crows are to be extremely interesting. And if you didn't like it, I'll have another one for you tomorrow, man. It's no big deal. And sometimes you're not going to like them, and I do, and that's okay because.
4: maybe <laughs> uh, it's just me. Kelly and Wood.
0: We got misconnections on the way in just a couple of minutes. But if you are an adult, you probably struggle with sleep. Well, you're never getting enough sleep. I don't know who gets enough sleep in this world. The kid over here does. Okay. Well, I let's shut see her down. It. Because there's a new popular online sleep calculator called Hillary's Sleep Calculator, and it's going viral because a lot of people are using it because they say it's scientifically proven to tell you when you should be going to bed based on sleep cycles, algorithms, circadian rhythms. I'll be the judge of this. Rhythm and blues. It, mm-hmm. it, it requires all those. So what, what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: I get My alarm goes
0: off at 3.10 a.m. 3.10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It must be nice to sleep in. Ah, yeah. 3.10 uh, a.m. So according to Hillary's Sleep Calculator... You should go to bed at one of the following times, 5.56. <laughs> Solid. That might be tough. <laughs> you have to be eating dinner at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. 7.26, 8.56. That's probably close to when you go to bed, right? That's
1: If there's a football game on, though.
0: Or 10.26 yeah. is when you should be going to bed no. to get your optimum sleep. Now, I wake up at 3 a.m. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a little more dedicated than you. Mm-hmm. So I should be going to bed at 5.46 which is going to be tough with kids because I'm usually dropping my daughter off at marching band practice about, about that to say, time. 716, even that one's going to be a little bit tough to pull. 846 or 1016. So let's, okay, if you're listening right now, okay, say say you, your alarm went off with us right now mm-hmm. and you're getting up at 7 o'clock, but you're feeling tired right now. What time should you be going to bed? Let me click it in 7 o'clock. All right, here you go. Wow, this would be so fun to be able to stay up this late. 946, 1116. Twelve forty-six or two sixteen in the morning are your peak times to go to sleep. Okay, who so was not bit at two sixteen in the morning? I,
1: people on that are working yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are here. If you go this and if you go, if you just Google Hillary's sleep calculator when you get to work, you can see this. It also has a button that says, "I'm sleepy right now," so my alarm should be set for. Oh boy, that's tough. Oh, that's just telling you to get more sleep. Yeah, uh, I was about to say no. if, if you're asleep now. No, it says I'm feeling sleepy right now. Like okay. My, oh, so this is saying like if you're feeling sleepy right now and you plan on going back to sleep, you should set your alarm for eight forty seven a.m. Probably going to be late for work. I was about to say just calling sick. Right. R ten seventeen a.m. Eleven forty seven a.m. One seventeen p.m. I'm
1: not gonna lie, to you. Uh, this thing sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Go to bed when you're tired. Wake up, bright eyed, bushy tail. Don't hit snooze. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah, snooze is, and that's scientifically proven. Because mm-hmm. then you restart your sleep cycle, and then you wake up in the middle of it, and you're dry, drowsy the rest of the day.
1: I tried to tell my wife, like she will, she won't hit snooze, but like she won't get out of bed right away. Right, like you got to. It,
0: no, boom up, move it, let's go. My wife will hit snooze thirty times. Not even, I'm not even. That's not even. A, that's not even hyperbole. That's true. That's a mistake. Right. I, <laughs> I was told that. That's why you can't stay awake. You hit snooze thirty times, and then. She won't turn her alarm off on the weekend either. And then, so she's hitting snooze 30 times, and every, everybody else. All right, I'm airing too much. She'd be catching a flying I, I was, for I, me. I'm getting a little sweaty, actually. <laughs> I'm getting pretty upset. All right, well, we got misconnections on the way next.
1: And I've got a. This one is it's usually men for women. This one's a lady for a man. Okay. Because she got a sneak peek of the show. Oh! <laughs> These people are looking for love. I love it.
0: We'll help them find it. Come on, Wood. It's Miss Connections, Miss Connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection, didn't quite make it, so we use the power of radio to see if we can't thrust these two back together.
1: Now, this one is female for male. Okay. So I'll try to give it a little female voice. All right? Please says, do. I liked what I saw. Oh. I live in city name here we we'll leave that out.
0: You didn't even call the city out.
1: Well, she also put down her subdivision. Oh, okay. You're part of the construction crew working on the house behind mine. Jack Hammer. I was in the yard cleaning things up, putting away patio furniture, when I heard a commotion in the bushes. When I walked up, I was expecting to see something like a bunny, but in fact it was you peeing into the bushes <laughs> from the other side. <laughs> I obviously was startled, and I startled you, and that's when you started to apologize and ran off.
0: You didn't even zip up, huh?
1: Now, two things here. I wish you would have stuck around. Whoa. Also, those are old gardening shoes, so no worries on getting those things wet. (laughs) I have always had a dream of maybe doing some wild things in public.
0: What the? Hey. Hey. You better be careful. We're treading on some tender territories here.
1: Continues. Yes, it was a bit cold, although it didn't bother you, LOL. What the hell is going on here, Wood? And we could have warmed each other up. I'm too shy to walk over to the job site, but I've been keeping my eyes on the bushes. If you see this and are open to maybe kicking a few things off, I'll be back in the yard today... Around noon.
0: It doesn't even sound like she wants a relationship. <laughs> oh my! Sounds like she's just ready to bucket list. <laughs> yeah, let's get down to business. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wood. Well, there's not much left to, to say on that one. Hey, love is love. I don't. There ain't nothing to do with love, brother.
1: I, I. To be fair though, I am not put. I'm not peeing on shrubbery. Why? Give it hey, some water. You don't know what's on the other side, man. What you think a snake's gonna come out
0: uh, and get you? All right, trust tree here for a minute. Let's get into the trust tree together.
1: When I first moved to Georgia, yes, I was playing uh, like a baseball game with a couple of friends, and I had to pee. Went over, really tucked myself in to the bushes. Oh, oh! And I ended up getting a red ant on my kernel. And let me tell you, buddy, that's a hot tamale. Well, because red ants. And when they bite, they
0: they, they, leave like a, they leave a little venom in there, too, so it doesn't go away right away. Oh,
1: trust me. I know. I had, I had a hot one. I probably jumped 30 feet in the air.
0: Can, can I get in the trust tree with you real quick? When I was younger, mm-hmm. very young, I was probably I know, maybe 10, 11. Oh, yeah. I was sitting on the curb talking with some people. Mm-hmm. I felt a, a burning in my loins. Oh. The, the likes of which I had never felt before. Love is love. So I look up my short pant leg and I see an ant, a big black, I don't know if it was a carpenter ant or what it was, Mm -hmm. dangling from the old coin purse. Oh, yeah. He had locked in. Yikes. And that was one of the most painful moments ever. So, you feel me. I get what you're saying.
1: So again, I I'm what not. the odds that both of us have been by an ant? I wonder there. if it's a pretty common occurrence. <laughs> Maybe it is. But now, if I do go in nature, which I'm fine with, yeah, I definitely keep a little, you know, space in between me and wildlife. Yeah, nothing's nothing's getting attached to the big boy again. <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: Well, Wood, did you find this cup of love? I don't know. Or is everybody listening so grossed out now? There's no no one left. Oh, my. Doesn't matter to me, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you'll do it again next week and the week after that until this whole city's in love with each other. Yes. On a little something you like to call misconnection. (laughs) It's now time for Minute to Win It, where Wood will give us a topic. Brian Riley and I will come up with things in that topic. Well, all three of us will. The last one to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins.
1: That's right. The buzzer will go off in one minute. That's why we call it Minute to Win It. Wood, what do we got today? I'm going outside my comfort zone here, boys. Okay. Because we talked about this, maybe doing this all month, Silver mm-hmm. Screen, the 6 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. I need some scary movies.
4: Ugh. Uh,
0: I don't like scary movies. I don't watch them. I hate them. Oh, well, this should be good. It's going to be the most silent round yeah. of minute to win it ever. Let's
1: go around the room here. Kelly Jordan, why don't you like scary movies?
4: Uh, to be honest, I don't know why I don't like them. I just okay. don't like the way they make me feel. All right. Brian? Brian? I was young. Probably like... Between 5 and 7, I used to stay at my grandma's house in West St. Paul. Yeah. And she would only make us watch scary movies. So, like, I would only watch Chucky. Thanks, I would me only oh, watch, there's one I'm going to write. I would on. only watch, like, Friday the 13th. Why
1: the hell would your she grandma do that? She would
4: like that. She liked that. She liked those movies. So we would have to watch. And then we would sleep in the same room that the movies were on, and there was dolls sitting on top of the cup. Good I'm Lord. telling you, I'm traumatized.
1: Dude, your Mima was running wild and loose. Yeah. I'll be 100% honest with you. If you have dolls in your house... I don't like going into your house. Yeah. Like as a collection. Like my mom had some and I made her box them up because they haunt me. Yeah. Yeah. Their eyes. I don't know how they paint them. They follow you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Halloween. Not my favorite. I won't. I won't lie. Yeah. I hate Halloween.
1: All right. I love it.
0: I like the candy. Yeah. Uh, I don't like anything else about it. All right. Are we ready ready. to do minute to win it? (laughs) (laughs) My kids have had an awesome childhood. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Minute to win it. Scary movies. Is everybody ready? No. Let's go. Chucky. Or, yeah, I was about to say Chucky. <laughs> all of the Chucky's. Right 13. Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. All of them.
1: Uh, what is Michael Myers, that's Halloween, right? Yeah. Like the movies are just called Halloween. Yeah. Like one through 13 or whatever. Yeah, Halloween
4: H2O. Uh, Final Destination, isn't that one? Yeah. There's yeah. like seven of those too, so all of the Final Destinations. Yep,
0: I'm claiming them all. What about Scream? Like one through six. Ah, darn it. Okay. That's what I yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you did last summer. How about Hotel Ooh. Transylvania?
1: That's <laughs> kids movie. There's monsters in it. Uh, I'll get this one out of the way because I'm afraid one of you guys are going to try to snipe me at the last second. Exorcist.
4: It. Children
2: of the Corn? Children of the Corn? Yeah, that's it. I think
4: think that was going to be my one in the bag. Now I'm screwed. (laughs) Uh, Blair Witch Project. Oh, dang. That's that's good. good. Mm. This one, one,
1: the bad guy looks like my dad. Haunted me to my core. House on Haunted Hill. I don't know that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
0: how about Amityville, Amityville Horror? Oh,
1: yeah. that's a good one. That's
0: another one. I've got
1: one left. So, yeah, I got nothing.
4: Paranormal activity.
1: Mm. Gremlins.
0: Dang oh, it. Oh, man. Brian Riley, the clear winner on that one. Wait, did you say gremlins?
1: Gremlins is a scary movie, dude.
4: Oh, God.
0: Okay, then so is Hotel Transylvania.
1: No, Gremlins is about a child's toy that comes to n- life a and murders. It's not, not toys. it's not a toy. It's a pet. Have you seen Gremlins?
4: No, it's a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a scary movie. Also, somebody who says that Gremlins is a Christmas movie is I also know. out of their minds. Right. I'm sorry. I, t- I
1: saw someone the other day try to say Karate Kid was a Halloween movie. Well, I mean, there's a Halloween scene, but hold up a second. You don't think things that turn into tears with those kind of teeth isn't a scary movie? No, it's not a scary no, movie. No, it's not
0: a scary movie at all. You you, you didn't win anyway. That wasn't you weren't going to win anyway, so That's it doesn't fine. matter. I have
1: I'm I have more of an issue with you guys not thinking Gremlins is a scary. movie. It's not movie. a
0: scary movie. You just don't feed them after midnight. And then because what was the what was the really cute Gremlin? What was his name?
4: None. Oh. No, 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 no. The the now, w- the little one. There the, was
0: one that didn't turn into a wire
4: or a hot wire or something. Why
0: are
1: you guys looking? I've literally told you I didn't watch the movie. <laughs>
4: Either way, yeah, there was one that was like super cute. Yeah, that's the one he got.
1: So, what would you classify that movie as?
4: I don't know, like a kid movie. Yeah. You're out of your
0: mind. Sci-fi. I'd, I'd say a sci-fi. More sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi.
4: There you go. That's there's scary no movie. science in it. You so haven't seen does it. Does that make <laughs> ET a horror movie? Because there's an alien.
1: Yeah. No, because he's a friendly alien. Now, if he came down and ripped off your face, that would be a horror movie. <laughs> Don't feed him after midnight is science.
4: Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's facts.
1: That's a clock. All right, Brian Riley Wood. Now, this almost could be a happy hour, but you got to stick with it here for a
0: second. All right, I'm listening.
1: Now, I have a story here about Dorothy Hoffner. Now, she's from Chicago, and she is 104 years old, Mm -hmm. and she just passed away. All right. But she set some history just last week. So here's the deal. She went out on October 1st and became the oldest living person to jump out of a plane. At 104? At 104 years old. It beat... The record that was set back last year by a hundred and three-year-old Swedish woman. So I'm glad she brought it back to the good old US of A. <laughs> That's
0: right. Something to be proud of.
1: Now, when she did it, it got covered by the media, obviously. And she says, Look, this is a wonderful experience. It's nothing to be afraid of. Just do it. Age is just a number. Now, she filed for like seven minutes. Right? So That's I mean crazy. this wasn't like she just jumped out of like a, you know, 12-story building or something, which would have been a pretty good accomplishment in itself. But She then, of course, passed away the following week and her family came out and said, like, okay, like this is sad, but it's really cool that she got to do something that she really wanted to do. Yeah. She always kind of kept her, you know, mind open to these things and knocked this out when she was one hundred and three years old. So they said, well, obviously we're going to miss her. But it's pretty neat that she was able to get this done while she was still here.
0: It's cool too to know that as you get older, life doesn't end. No. Sometimes I always feel like I always like, man, when I hit sixty, I'm gonna feel like life is over. Or even when I hit fifty-five, I'm gonna feel like, oh man, life. Or even when I hit fifty, not me, man. Life is over. I'm just getting started. But look at our grand. But you know what? People are a lot different now. Because when I look back at my grandparents, like they, I mean, they seemed old my entire life. You know, so but you're looking at him as a kid. Yeah. But now, like, I have an aunt. My my dad's sister, like, turns 72. She looks <laughs> like she's 55. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's all about mind over matter. Yeah. yeah. And she's living out there right. still
0: doing it and, you know, living her best life. And and
1: I think that's my takeaway from this whole thing. Because, like I said, Dorothy reminds us it's never too late to take a thrill of a lifetime. So that's it. If you're out there kind of on the fence about something and you're wondering, eh, I don't know, maybe or are not. Think of Dorothy, man. I'm
0: gonna do it, then Wood. I'm walking out! They, I quit!
1: Can you at least hit the, the, <laughs> the trash flash on it before you leave? No, because we're not gonna do that
0: yet. We're uh, gonna do that after Bailey Zimmerman. What do you have coming up in the trash flash, though?
1: I've got myself a gentleman who we've seen in many a times. Return to the scene of the crime. But why? Makes it extra stupid. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man! The Wood will now give us a story
0: with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale, and the trash flash.
1: We're headed to Florida. Yes. Well, that's where we have ourselves a young lady. Now, she's moving into a brand new home. What a fun time, right? Mm-hmm. She's been moving your stuff in slowly but surely. And when she came back to her new home one day, she noticed something was amiss. The garage door was wide open. Well, she called her friend who lived nearby and says, Hey, I don't know what's going on here. Do you mind showing up? Well, her friend showed up. And not only did your friend show up to back her up, she showed up packing heat. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's when the two decided, All right, let's go inside and let's check out what's going inside. Once they got inside, that's where they found 31-year-old Terry Jeffcoat. Now you can imagine he wasn't supposed to be here. That's when the two women began yelling at him and showed him, Hey, we got that smoke. And we ain't afraid to use it. Jeff Coat was in no interest of this and fled the scene quickly. The two women then went through the home and realized that clothing was stolen, shoes were stolen, also a gold necklace worth a thousand dollars had Dang. been taken as well. Also some tools. So Mr. Jeff Coat did some damage. Man, he made off with a lot. So they called 911, and when authorities showed up, they began to do their investigation. That's when someone came walking up. One of the officers said, hey, who are you? He says, oh, I'm just a neighbor. I live down the way, and I believe that my cell phone is inside the house. (laughs) As you can imagine. It's worth a shot. How'd your cell phone get inside the house? By the way, that's when a canine police officer Notified the officers that, hey, that smell you've been having me walk around here sniffing around for, it's that fella. <laughs> the authorities then told Jeff Coat he'd either need to give himself up but they were going to let the canine off the chain. Oh. K9 or uh, Jeff Coat quickly said, hey, oh, well, be cool, be cool, be cool. Yeah, it was me. Jeff Coat took authorities back to his apartment right around the corner where they found everything that had been stolen and more. No word on whether or not he was able to get his cell phone out of the house, but he was placed under arrest. You are a crackhead. That'll get you. That's a bold
0: strategy, man. Mm -hmm. Boy, they always say, don't they always say the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime?
1: Maybe. You know, he probably got to his house and did the old pant pocket check. Like,
0: oh. You know, the flop sweats instantly kicked in.
1: Man. Well, let's give this
0: one a score, Wood, shall we? Please. Um, why was he just chilling in the house? Or was he actively robbing it? Yeah, he was burgling the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, committing burglary. That's trashy. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry if you've ever committed burglary, you're trashy. Yeah. Uh, Then... Uh, I'm trying to think of what the next thing would be. How about
1: the fact, if you get a gun pulled on you when you're in someone's house, I feel like that's a trashy situation.
0: I, I love that the friend just showed up with a gat, though. Let's get to slanging. Ready to get to blasting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give that 150 points. If you ever get a gun pulled on you by a con- uh, by a concerned citizen, you're doing something trashy. Especially when you're in their house. Right. That's what I'm saying. So we'll give that 150 points right there. Returning to the scene of the crime. That's trash. Dang, that's trashy. 150 mm. points right there. Saying, hey, I'm the neighbor. That excuse was trashy in and of itself. Yes. I'm going to give that another 125 points. Uh, having to bring the police to your apartment to find stolen goods. If mm. you ever find yourself doing that, trashy. How
1: about burgling your own neighborhood? That's
0: trashy. Branch out, man. That's 175 points right there. He was arrested. That's 75.
1: Killing your own home value. Should I add anything else on your list? I, I think you should give just maybe a few points for bringing your phone along. Committing a crime, anyways.
0: That's trashy. What are you waiting on? I'll give from the, the doctor? <laughs> I'll give that you know? Well, plus I wonder if they'd be able to like, track your GPS, like where you were. I would imagine so. Like I have an app on my phone that tracks where I am all the time for like mileage on my car and stuff. It would just—they would just be like, "Yeah, we looked at your My IQ app. We know exactly where you were."
1: You just imagine going through the house, burglar, just answering, "Yeah, I can talk." <laughs> sure. All right, I got a score here. What this one actually ratcheted up pretty
0: quick mm. uh, today. Our gentleman, burglarizing a house, then returning for the evidence, earns himself a whopping nine hundred. 75 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day that we tack on to the end of the podcast. I hung out with some young people and felt older than ever uh, mm-hmm.
1: the other day. You're also uh, dipping your toe in the taxes world. Yes, I am.
0: And we'll, well see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I may be in jail by tomorrow. Well, I know we talked about other stuff, too. Hey,
1: Kelly Jordan! I
0: don't remember what it was, but we'll discover it all together right now in our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Oh, that song ends really abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <my> space. <laughs> uh, I feel bad being in a good mood today. You shouldn't. Uh, well, you shouldn't.
1: The- I am in one as well.
0: Did you see I drove the Volkswagen in? I, I saw it parked. Tell me for a 2009, that car is not pretty dang sharp. There's there's no rust on that thing. It's clean.
1: I it, don't know why. I, I don't know why your wife spit in the face of it.
0: Well, because it's it reeked of mold on the inside. Mm-hmm. But I fixed that problem thanks to YouTube. If you follow me on social media, you saw this. Oh. I was able to fix the leaky sunroof thanks to Facebook mm. or thanks to YouTube. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now I'm trying to dry the carpet out thanks to one of... Uh, who was it who texted me and said Schneids Schneids did yeah mm-hmm. someone who texts in all the time he said lift up the carpet and just blast the heat on it. So that's what I'm doing.
1: I love the fact that you're following in my footsteps. How's that? That you didn't fix this problem. For my wife? For your wife. Until it became your problem. And then it's like, hey, well, I guess the kid's got to go tackle us. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm.
0: What are the odds that that got brought up in a conversation with me and my wife? Mr. Keddy, no. Do you think it got brought up?
1: Uh, can I say 4,000%? That
0: is a legitimate percent. Because mm-hmm. instantly when I told my wife, on Saturday night... Long day on Saturday with my daughter's marching band stuff. And I was out at Stony Brook Farms, which was a blast. Mm -hmm. So me and my wife convened at the basement bar. Uh Oh. No, that's not, that's like, Uh that just means got together in a Christian way. Not that kind of show. And I said, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to run over to my mom's because all my dad's tools are still in the garage. I don't, I have like eight tools at my house. But your dad is a toolsman. Oh, he has, he had every tool for every occasion. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go over there because I don't know what I'm going to need to fix this. And so, I, and plus, I, I don't have an air compressor, and I sometimes you need an air compressor to blow out the lines, of course, because they get clogged. Anyway, my wife goes, "Well, why is this a priority now?" I'm like, "Well, because you know, because I'm driving it, babe." Yeah, because I I didn't care about you getting black long.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't care about you and the kids sitting in a moldy car, but now the king has to drive it. But to be fair, she could have fixed it. She could have. She's got YouTube. I was about to say, is she blacklisted from the tube of you? Every TV in our house has YouTube on it and her phone,
1: I believe. She could have fixed it. She She didn't want to. See, why didn't I think of that? Dang it. I'm telling you, I have an ability. I should go into politics because I could literally flip everything that I have screwed up, mismanaged, and bungled (laughs) in my life instantly into that person's fault.
0: I, but I. This here's what I said to my wife. I was like, you have essentially a brand new car sitting in the driveway. Mm-hmm. It's only got 16,000 miles. It still smells new on the inside. Nice. And I'm like, you're going to sweat me just because I don't want to drive around in a moldy old car? How dare you? I, I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't say any of that. No, I, I was just, about to say I that. I said, I'm sorry, babe. Doesn't sound like you have I was to like, I, just, I was so busy, you know, keeping a roof over everyone's head, paying everyone's cell phone bill, mm-hmm. keeping the lights on, paying for trash, paying for water. I didn't quite have time to get your car fixed.
1: I imagine you going downstairs, opening a beer under a blanket. Under a blanket? Yeah, just like all quiet so no one hears it. And then, oh, I tell you what, woman, I I can tell you what I think.
0: I have gone into the laundry room before to crack a beer. Because my wife from upstairs will be like, how many is that?
1: Mr. Kelly, you thirsty again? I'm like, I'm just putting things in the dryer. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Bang. Well, you know what? Good for you, though. You Either know, way. you got it fixed. You are now riding around in luxury. I like that car.
0: Good I really. For you. I was driving
1: in today. I was like, this is a,
0: the, the Volkswagen Tiguan. They really hit the nail on the head with that vehicle.
1: And now, if you add an automatic start from our buddies over at Audio Videos Extreme. Yeah, I'm going to. Because, I, dude, I got to do my
0: taxes today for last year, for 2022. Thanks a lot. I'm I haven't, glad I've been carrying you around, you scofflaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I have. I have many revenue streams, mm-hmm. and so it, taxes are not easy for me to do.
1: Right. $0.13 and, cents from OnlyFans. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> and that was three years combined. <laughs> how do I owe OnlyFans money? <laughs> Sir, you I'm, stole bandwidth. I'm taking a bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so difficult to do the... And I'm terrified of doing it wrong. That's the thing. So Because I have, like, I don't know how Like, five W-2s that i got to try and put on there. Ooh. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And then it's like some things... I. It's terrifying for me to do taxes, and I don't know how many of the rumors are true about all these new agents and stuff right. coming down on the middle class. I don't even know if that's true or not. Cracking down on Johnny Law Walker. And I try to be as honest as possible, but sometimes things fall through the cracks.
1: I, I, I think I can finally admit this. I think the statute of limitations are finally up. You committed tax fraud. I think I helped my parents commit. No, I didn't. So here's the deal. My parents are filling out their taxes, right? Yeah. My mom does not handle stress. At all, okay. God love her. She's three foot two of just worry.
0: Yeah, boy, I know what that's like.
1: So I was helping them fill out their taxes with TurboTax. Is my dad? This was like when he first moved up to Minnesota. Like he was still like flying up here, working, going back to Atlanta. Okay, I was helping my mom in Atlanta fill out the taxes because they had to get done like tomorrow. <laughs> I know the feeling. And TurboTax kept kicking back like this one problem. It's like everything is fine except for this one line. You can't put zero. So I just put in a penny. Right? Accepted. Good. My mom, you would have thought I punched the Pope in the face. Her, oh, Matthew, we're all going to go to jail. I'm like, I'm not going to go to jail. This is your taxes, old lady. Your poor old mom in jail. You know, on her little scooter going around. Honest to God, she's so kind. To the mess hall. She'd probably be running a cell block within like two weeks. Because you you don't mess with, you know, Mimi over there. Got a few teardrop tattoos on her eye. (laughs) On her scooter. Thug life. She's just rolling by. (laughs) Hey, gentlemen. You know, but... (laughs) it drove her nuts. She, honest to God, brought it up for six months. About this one penny? I'm so I'm so scared we're going to get audited. I'm like, mother, <laughs> you're fine. Like, you have a... You're, you're fine.
0: You got a little buffer zone.
1: Nothing came of it. I've been told. Now, again, oh, I, I, I'm not trying to... T-
0: now, disclaimer, Wood is not a tax professional.
4: Not
1: at all. But I have been told, unless you are... Big t- like if you make like a mistake or something like that or something you know minimal, yeah, they're not really going to come after you. It's not worth paying an agent to delve into your stuff, go into your stuff. That's now true. people who have like home businesses like yourself,
0: yeah, they
1: get scrutinized a lot more, right? But if you're just a regular Tom, Dick, and Harry going to work, punching the clock, trying to yeah. do your taxes. Chances are they're not going to come after
0: you. Yeah. and But I, th- that's the thing is I don't try and do anything dishonest because I'm terrified of them coming after right. me. But what if I claim something that I know I paid for and then I'm like, shoot, I don't have that receipt.
1: I think you can just say, look, I lost this one, guys. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah.
0: You know, like, oh, I'm so, I hate doing taxes. Help me out. That's why, that's why I file for an extension every year because I hate doing it so much because I'm so – not that I, I never have to pay in. Yeah. Which maybe that's a problem. I
1: don't know. I mean, I pay all year. Yeah. You know. Trust me. I don't think any regular working Joe out there is being undertaxed. Yeah. in today's day and age, but I, I, I'm the exact opposite. As soon as I can do mine, yeah. I knew mine I, I tell my wife I'm like Look Give me your W-2 I want to get this over with I want to get it done I want to get it in And I don't want to worry about it Because yours
0: are easy though You don't have deductions True. And receipts And mileage And all that stuff I
1: tried that once I went through And I deducted everything And they're like Really? This is it? I'm like No This is still the way I'm like Ah
0: Yes <laughs> I, I will tell you this, anyone who had mileage, if you do your own taxes and you're not deducting mileage, like if you can deduct mileage, that is your biggest money maker right there. Oh, without a doubt. That one, that's where I, because every wedding I do is like two hours away. So I, I drive a ton of miles when I DJ weddings, huge deduction on that.
1: Well, I can tell you this, and the IRS is no longer listening, and no one's no longer listening no, at this point I will,
0: in time. I, I'm honest, IRS. I am honest.
1: When I do TurboTax, yeah. and I put something in, and I see my money go down... You take it out? I think about it. I yeah. don't, but I think about eh I maybe mean, I just claim zero here. But I, I I worry that you know the math won't line up at the end. Right. And right. that's when you get flagged.
0: Yeah. So I just like You should start a little home business, dude. You could write off so much.
1: But I don't have any skills. <laughs> Start a
0: podcast dude Everybody has one anyway Hi Woods podcast (laughs) Dude I bet Honest to god If you did start a podcast I bet people would listen Yeah About what Running your marriage That Not doing laundry I could knock that out In like three podcasts Gambling your children's College (laughs) fund away
1: How to hide your gambling From the internet And
0: IRS (laughs) <laughs> I am just getting IRS. We haven't even done James Brown yet. Should we just skip it today? No. Okay. We can we can hit. I didn't even mean to talk about that today. I'm sorry. Well, I just I thought I was wondering if you saw the Tiguan out there.
1: It's on your mind. Let it go. Oh, yeah. Uh. Now, I'm going to keep names out of this. We just had someone text it in and say, "Hey, I actually count my dogs as kids on my taxes."
0: Now that, yeah, keep the name off that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds illegal <laughs> as sin right there. Uh,
1: Uh, yeah, Uh, I, I believe now that's the kind of person you hear about getting audited. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That one I get.
0: Yeah. But I remember, I still remember when my tax, and I'm sorry, I I feel like our first breaks have sucked these past two days, but either way, way, I remember I had a tax guy one time tell me when I was like, when I first started having someone do my taxes and he was shady and he was Mm -hmm. like, dude, write this off, write that off, write this off. And he was like, one time he wrote off a Rolex. Like a $15,000 Rolex for a a doctor because the doctor said he needed it to take people's pulse. And he he wrote off a $15,000 Rolex. Can you believe that? I mean... He does need to take it. people and what more accurate way
1: than with a Rolex. Yeah, it's got the sweeping hand. Right. The ticking hand.
0: So I so he was like, You can really skirt skirt some things sometimes.
1: Well, and that's the that's the darn shame of it, man. If it's it's there you have to literally go to college. To figure out how to <laughs> right. do some of this stuff. And then they just expect everyone else to figure it out on their own. Like you always hear about
0: rich people borrowing money against themselves and it's tax free. And I'm like, how do you know how to do this?
1: It's all the loopholes that's created by them for them.
0: All right, let's not let's not get into it. I shouldn't even have brought it up this morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody listening right now, whoever's left. The first breaks these past two days have been my fault and they've been terrible, and I apologize. Would you know, I always fancy myself as being very young at heart. I'm very immature, if you will. Okay. I think immature is actually a way better... And I think some of it's this job keeps you kind of immature a little bit.
1: Well, you need... Like, we don't handle... Most people go to work. Like, if you're a nurse, you go to work, you deal with life and death situations sometimes. Yeah. Police officers... Teachers deal with children.
0: How about you know? that pilot I was talking to the other day? Yes. Who I'm trying to become friends with.
1: We also have people in the military that listen. Yes. Like, there's people that do big-time jobs. Or even if like you work in manufacturing, if you go to work and screw off, somebody could really seriously get hurt.
0: Absolutely.
1: We come here and screw off, we get rewarded. <laughs>
0: right. Wow, you really just po- totally put that in perspective. There you go. Either way. So anyway, I always think like, you know, when I'm around like, volunteering at my daughter's school, I always feel like I'm I'm kind of the younger soul around and everything, Uh until I hang out with the younger folks who work here. (laughs) That's when it's glaringly obvious that I'm 47 years old. And I hate saying that. I I hate that number so much. Pull up a chair, pop pop. But what am I going to do? Better than the alternative. You can't go backwards. No. And at least I'm on the right side of the dirt. That's right. So I'm hanging out with some of the people who work here who set up our remote broadcasts. You know, when we ever were on location somewhere, our fantastic promo staff. Right, they're awesome, hardworking people, but they're all in their early twenties. Some are like twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sitting around with them, and I hear a few things, and I'm like, "Wow, that hits different at my age." One thing, one thing I thought was hilarious. Have you ever heard the term "breakup glow up"?
1: Uh, I believe that is when you break up with someone and then you turn around, lose some weight. Right. Or, you know, dress a little better and then kind of rub it in their face that you had this.
0: Yeah. You lost this. You lost it. And so I liked but that one I liked. I was like, that's a cool saying, break right. up, glow up. I was like, I may use that on the radio, kids. Oh, yeah. That'll, <laughs> I
1: don't know. That'll sound really normal.
0: <laughs> well, at least I know when someone says it now what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny because they were also talking about daddy's money. And and that was just, that hits different. Mama's when, good looks. When, <laughs> it hits different when you're the daddy, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like talking about some high school. I don't remember what the city was. Apparently, it's a city full of rich kids because of oil or farming or I don't know what it was. I don't know what they were talking about. All right. And they were like, of course these kids are all there with their daddy's money. I'm like, well, and I <laughs> I should have just kept my mouth shut because I as they already think I'm old. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't think I look old until I get around these guys. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so old, and I should have kept my mouth shut. But they were like, well, of course these kids got daddy's money. I was like, well, whose money do you expect them to have? Their own? I was like, I was like, dad, I said, honestly, you know what's funny, guys? Daddy's money to me is a compliment now. If I could give my kids like nice cars and all that stuff, I'd be like, hell yeah, it's daddy's money. Daddy busts his butt to make this money. I can see that. It was just funny how different that term hits. When you're the one who has kids. Because to them, it's an insult. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that girl right there got that car with daddy's money. Meanwhile, on the other side of that somewhere, there's a dad with a really good job who bought his daughter a nice car. It's funny how that's a negative thing. Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: No, I absolutely see it. So
0: the whole way home from working with these guys, I was trying to wrap my brain around how in the world is daddy's money an insult? I I I think it's just jealousy. If you're in your 40s, if it was me... And I'm still living off daddy's money. Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's an insult because now you're a daddy living off your daddy's money.
1: You're not getting it done as a provider, if you
0: will. Unless maybe your dad owns a company or something, and you're working there as the CEO.
1: But then again, you're not. That that isn't it though. Like right. that's not dad's money. That's you know that's a family run company. I mean, we see that a lot. Yeah. That takes generations of work for most true, cases. True. True. So that's not. Yeah, I see what you're saying though.
0: But it was it was funny to me how different. Just listening to them talk feels to me. And then I just, I got in my car and sheepishly drove home. And I was like, why did I speak up? Why, why did I speak up to these young people? Because I guarantee as soon as I left, they're like, oh, thank God he's gone.
1: What was the response when you put these youngins in their place? <laughs> a, a blank stare. Uh-huh. Like, why is he talking to us? Oh, I forgot you were here. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> capital, <laughs> capital. <laughs> I was actually, though, embarrassed that I even opened my mouth. I, you know what's weird? I still get embarrassed. Okay, so I had, I'm had i doing a project for my daughter's uh, band coach. Mm. Or not band coach, band director. And it's it's kind of some audio production, a special gift for him. And I had to go to the school to record the seniors. Oh, yeah, I remember you. To, telling to me. do this, right? Mm-hmm. I am still so intimidated by high school kids. Like, I was so like, I hope they think I'm cool. Oh, God, I hope they think I'm cool. Oh,
1: my God. I know. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. I and I've been paying attention to the news lately. Dude, I
0: don't disagree with you. That's embarrassing. I even laughed. I was like, what a loser I am. Yeah. I have a career and a home and two cars, and I'm worried. A mortgage. Right. I'm worried that if these high school seniors think I'm cool. <sighs> I don't know why. Maybe I was more worried, like, oh, they know I'm Presley's dad. Hopefully, they don't think I'm like a big dork or something. That was, but that wasn't it. It was like I hope they
1: accept me. Yeah, that that at least I could chalk up to you, like being a parent, like a caring parent. As if I was expecting them to invite me to the kegger, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> On the flip side of it, I you know I love our neighborhood. Like all the kids are kind of the same age, you yeah, know, and everything. I
0: hate that about my neighborhood.
1: I had one kid come up to me. He's like, "Hey, you know, you're kind of mean." I looked that little kid in the eye and said, Hey, get the hell out of my
2: yard. (laughs) You're right, I am.
1: They fled on foot. Dude,
0: you're like that. You're that house that every kid had in the neighborhood back when they were kids that was either haunted or the mean old man lived there that ate brains. Yeah. Mr. Olsen, he was the one who lived on our block, and everybody was terrified of that guy.
1: Now, see, I I hope it's not the case because I, again, I love the kids. They're all great, and I love it when they're coming through the house. As long as they leave me alone. Right. You know, like the other day I had my, the two little girls, right? Both little sweethearts, one of them being my daughter. Right. And came up. I was sitting there trying to mind my own business. I just wanted to play a little MLB the show. Yeah. Unplug, relax a little bit. And they wanted to make a YouTube video and like prank me. And they like come up like, ha! Ah! I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and it's all there like on my daughter's iPad. So they're like, ah! And they run. Sure enough, later on that night, my wife just kind of walks in almost as if it's like a you know a closed caption of a bank robbery yeah you want to explain this and like the daughter's like oh we're gonna go prank my daddy and they run up and get the hell out of here. what do you want from me andrea i said they can come in my house they can eat my snacks just leave me alone leave you
0: don't get you involved in any way shape or form
1: and whatever slang they're using i don't care yeah i got my slang I'm rad. I'm hip. I'm did they, cool. Did they use breakup glow up? I th- honestly, I think they kind of use some swear words. Like, wow, your dad's a real blankety blank. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Just leave me alone.
0: <laughs> did every house, Did every neighborhood have that house as kids that you thought a witch lived there? I think so. Every neighborhood had that house, right? Mm-hmm. Ours was Ida's house. Her name was Ida, and we all thought she was a witch. What would I to do? Nothing, just we never really saw her. Just existed? And my dad would make us go shovel her walk in the wintertime. That's good, though. It was good, because (laughs) he knew that she wasn't a witch, I'm assuming, and we thought she was. But, you know, this poor old lady living there probably was, maybe she was even house-ridden, probably couldn't even get out, and we just assumed she was a witch. But, man, we would shovel that walk quick. Like, she's not putting me in the soup
1: pot. Ah, my, I guess my worst neighbor would be Dr. Shaw, who lived directly next door to me. Yeah. He was a pharmacist. He didn't like me because of my mouth. He's like, did you not really use that language? i like, shut up, pill popper. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe looking back on it. Ah, uh, you might have been the problem. We may have been the house in the neighborhood that everyone kind of avoided. <laughs> oh, it's got that fat kid who won't leave their house who swears to everybody when they walk by. Uh,
0: excuse me. All right, should we do some history, Wood? Fine. <laughs> Craig said that's the most Kelly Jordan thing I've ever heard at 47 years old. Yeah. I'm worried that high school kid. Look, man, I'm bringing these truths to the air.
1: You need to get the pass the torch self-confidence going before you walk into the high school. <laughs> You're a grown man. I know. How embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. One of these days, I'll be a real boy. You know what I'd have done? Huh? I'd be like, hey, you guys want me to buy you beer? Uh, wh- and then gotten their money? And then left. I've turned them in. <laughs> ha! I am a narc. Adios, boner. You should have seen it coming.
0: If you were cool, you would have known that. The 80s were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On this day, Woods, speaking of back in the day, in
2: 1975. It's Saturday Night Live.
0: Saturday Night Live premiered for the first time on this day back in 1975. Ugh. And then it got bad. I, I never knew that like before Chris Farley, even when Chris Farley was on, like they were talking about canceling that show. There were the ratings some were terrible.
1: That were really. They just struggled to attract top-shelf yeah. comedy and then when they did man a lot that that stretch there in the '90s, yeah, phenomenal. I mean, you think about just some of the comedic genius: Mike Myers, Dana Carvey,
0: Adam Sandler, yes, Chris Farley, yeah, uh, Phil just, Hartman. If Phil Hartman's wife wouldn't have killed him, that dude would have been a megastar. I
1: mean, he he was. I mean, right. news, but he, like David Spade. Yeah. I mean, Chris Rock could not get run on Saturday Night Live because there were so many good comedians on yep. there, and that's what he said I, I had to leave because I couldn't. I couldn't outdo the guys that were on there, the the men and women, and it's just, wow. It's, a,
0: it's incredible, but again, it came very close to being canceled. I wonder what the ratings are now. I wonder if it's still good. No. I, I haven't watched it in so long.
1: Well, for so many years, it was just constant, constant political. Like, even yeah. back in the day, they did political stuff, but it was... It, it was poking fun at like the machine of com. It wasn't politics. It
0: wasn't vicious. It wasn't like a vicious personal attack.
1: If you've ever seen Chris Farley in his Newt Gingrich, where oh yeah, he went to literally like Washington D.C. Like the Republicans hired Chris Farley to come in and pretend to be Newt Gingrich as a speaker. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Like Chris Farley yeah. was having fun with it. Newt Gingrich was laughing at it. You couldn't do that
0: now. Didn't Dana Carvey go to the White House and do George W. Bush for George W. Bush? Yeah. He thought it was hilarious. Boy, that, that day is gone.
1: Big time. Rob Schneider as well. You know, it's just, eh.
0: Well, let's move on. We're not a political show. No, we're not. It was on this day in 1987. The world's largest pizza was created on this day. Guess how many slices it had. 6,000. 94,248 slices oh, were cut out of it. And that is a record that still exists to this day.
1: I love this song. Fine. I, this I'll is just, email it to you. This is just like such happy music. I know. It, it's a lot of like
0: the Spanish music my wife listens to. I don't know what they're saying, but it's so happy. It's the
1: accordion that does it. I could be. The old squeeze box. they like, hey, what's this song about? <laughs> Genocide? Oh, that's nice. Turn it up. Uh
0: Yeah, that's good stuff right (laughs) Mm -hmm. there. Uh, It was on this day, speaking of hilarious comedians, it was on this day in 2006.
1: Well, why don't we make this easy on ourselves and renew your existing contract with a 3% increase? Okay. Sorry, it took me so long to answer. I was just thinking about how weird it is that we eat birds.
0: <laughs> of course, Tracy Morgan crushed it on that show. Thirty Rock premiered on this day in two thousand six.
1: That was a show that was really funny there for a while. Then, it to me, it kind of, eh. I don't want to say jumped the shark. I don't know if that's fair. a
0: little bit it did, but it was uh, that was one of those shows like Veep, or it's just joke after joke after. Like, there's not even a there's not time to like even. You almost have in. to jump
1: back sometimes because yeah. you've been laughing too hard. It's so good,
0: man. I love I love 30 Rock. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. Celebrating a birthday today.
3: Look at you. All cooped up in this house with a new baby.
0: Joan Cusack. It's her birthday today. Talk about someone who I respect her because I feel like she's never really been like a leading lady, mm-hmm. but she has worked steadily forever. I mean- She was in like 16 candles back in the 80s. She's been in a lot of stuff. And she's still, I think she, uh, I don't know if your kids ever watched Peep in the Big Wide World. Like, she was the narrator for that. She's been in a million
1: movies. But you're right. I don't know if I could point to one right. as like, oh, this is her movie.
0: Right. Like, she was in a lot of the John Cusack movies, like Say Anything. Mm-hmm. You know, she would pop up in those. But she had, like, that was from uh, the Adams Family Values right there. She had a leading role
1: in that. I feel like she just kind of shows up at a movie set and like, hey, yeah. I'm here to work. You guys got anything for did, me? Did, or? Hey, did we hire her? No. <laughs> I'm, put her in it. I, I have no idea how well, old she is, though. It's like 66. Yeah. Mm. Joan Cusack
0: is the ripe old age of 61 today. Okay. Also celebrating a birthday today. What I want you got and it might be hard to handle, but like a flame that burns a candle. I love this song. A candle feeds a
1: flame. Oh yeah, yeah. What I got, full It's Daryl Hall's birthday today. Can I just say it? What? Hall and Oates are one of those bands that you just kind of feel funny admitting that you like. But they I have a t- ton of hits. I don't feel funny. Like, in, if it was the 70s and 80s, they were a big deal. I, they were. But there were a lot of pictures that they took. And I'm like, are, well,
0: yeah. are they a couple? Well, they, that's actually funny. One of their album covers, they, they absolutely hated because people were like, are these two dating?
1: Because uh, was it the one in jeans?
0: I don't remember. But they had like a ton of makeup on, like a ton of rouge. I, and it looked... <laughs> they, just, they looked... They look like a couple of drag queens. I'm just, I'm gonna come right out and say it. But they got hits. They got mad hits. They were one of the first white artists to be played on black radio, which was called black radio back in the day. Mm -hmm. They were like the one, the first one, Casey and the Sunshine Band and Daryl Hall and John Oates.
1: Now, which one is birthday today? Daryl
0: Hall is the blonde-haired one. So
1: he's not the one with the mustache.
0: No, the mustachio.
1: I, I, I have no idea how old either one of them. I'm gonna say 78.
0: Uh, You're actually really close. Really? Yeah. Daryl Hall is the ripe old age of 77. They credit him with kind of inventing live streaming because he had his show Daryl's House, and he kind of figured out how to do a well-produced show on YouTube live. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, so he was like kind of on the cutting edge
1: of like, I don't even know what you, internet TV? I don't know what the hell you'd call it. If he walked in here right now by himself, that the guy with the mustache, I'd have no idea who he was. He would know. He would have an aura about him. Unless he, you know, hey, half a Holland Oats with an arrow pointing up on his shirt. No clue whatsoever. (laughs) But good for him.
0: Yeah, he made it to 77, dude. That's pretty good. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.